106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, welcome. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. Great show we just had on Fix It Radio. Appreciate uh, David Meeker joining us, which uh, he was in with us, one of our great listeners, by the way, uh, to all of our shows. And I really appreciate David. And if you missed that show and you've got questions on LED lighting, I would encourage you to go to fixitradio.com or just go to Drive Radio, I put all the podcasts basically together. So if you're on the Drive Radio site and go to the podcast, you can actually find it there as well. So it was a great show. I had a great time and really appreciate him joining us. But we're shifting gears. Drive Radio, Josh Goff from Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. The guys from Novus with us, Troy from Cheyenne. How you doing? Welcome. The drive down okay today? Awesome. Who'd you bring with you here? Who'd you drag along? Well, I had to bring my son down here because, you know, he's poised to take over the company, so he's got to learn all this stuff. So Thad is with you. Yep. Well, welcome. And Zach, welcome as well. Chris, actually. Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> Why did I say Zach? Zach's I look down like south. A Zach. That's no, okay. Zach's down south. You're I, sorry. My, my okay. bad. I knew that. You don't look like Zach either. Appreciate that. You didn't drag your wife along with you, though. Why not? No, no, she's, uh, I don't know what she's doing. Didn't ask. That's okay. <laughs> She's probably listening, she's probably listening right, right now. That's exactly right now. what she's doing. Yeah. So she says you got a great voice for radio. I said I got a face for radio. Well, that's me. Uh, yeah, welcome to the club. So we're in this. You're in good company. So, guys, any questions you've got today, whether it be for Josh from Legacy, the Novus Auto Glass guys, whatever it happens to be, let us know. Here's a little tidbit, though. Uh, if you've got a car question or anything along these lines, you need to call us today because next week. We're going to do a best of show and the week after because, of course, it's Christmas. So we're going to be off a couple of weeks. Next week we're off because we're getting all new equipment in the studio and they're doing a big upgrade next weekend and they needed a bunch of time on the weekend to make that happen. So we are going to vacate next weekend for that reason alone. So if you've got a question today, please give us a call. Uh, we'll get that answered. Otherwise, it's going to be a couple of weeks before. We're, actually, we're not on the rest of the year. This is our last show of wow. 2020. So this is it, guys. So right. the next two weeks are going to be best of shows, and then we'll hit it hard heading into 2021. But if you got a question for us, lines are open, 303-477-5600. Or the text line, 307-282-22, 307-282-22. Question of the day in honor of Christmas. We do this pretty much every year. What's either your favorite Christmas present to receive or your favorite pre Christmas present to give? Okay? Could be either or. And by the way, as men, we're like the hardest guys in the world to buy for, especially as we get older. So if you got tips and tricks on what to get somebody that you have a hard time buying for, please give us an idea because that will help all the other people that are listening as well. 303-477-5600. Randy in Detroit. Merry Christmas, Randy. How are you, sir? Hey, Merry Christmas. How are you guys doing? Doing there? well. What's going on, sir? All right. Uh, on your question of the day, I'll sum it up. Money. Money. <laughs> money. I love love to get money because then you can pick what you want to get. That's you true. Know what I mean? And uh, also, I mean, whether you're giving money or whatever you're giving, it gives you a good feeling to give. Uh, so. You know what? I, I, yeah, I can't, okay. I don't know if I can argue with you on that one. Pretty tough to beat. Motor oil. Motor oil 
a question and then a comment for some boredom because of this uh, COVID stuff going on. Okay. I won't forget the motor oil question, so let me do the COVID thing for people being bored because there's nothing to do with TV. Uh, anyway, what I did when I was really bored living in a place called Sheboygan, there's nothing to do. Uh, I took a 4 by 8 piece sheet of plywood. I had an extra spare room, a den. I took four legs with, you know, two by fours, made myself a table, got myself a 5,000-piece Coca-Cola puzzle. And it kept me busy for quite some time. Yeah, that would. Came out so, it, it came out so good and everything. I actually shellacked it, and I thumbtacked it on the wall and everything. Nice. Good for you. Uh, you have more patience than that, I have. Oh, yeah, it took a while. Ah, uh, yeah. Took, uh-huh. Once you start getting into it, you know, you, once you get the corners, you know, and then you look at the pictures, it, it'll it'll start working. Anyway, uh, question of the day. I called last week and asked. They didn't know. I don't know if you'll call. Maybe you Google it. I'll call you next week and ask you if you got an answer. Okay. Uh, we have our full synthetic motor oils, Mobile, Castro, I'm sure Valvoline, everybody's got their full synthetic. Right. Uh, Amsoil, their top of the line, signature series or some some stuff, is called 100%. I wondered if that is marketing or if that is just from scratch, you know, going to be synthetic, and then you add your additives to it. So is that well, there's no, okay, the way, the way synthetics that? are made is there still has to be a base stock of oil to make okay. synthetic so e- even though they'll say it's 100 percent synthetic and, and it very well right. could be you're still having to start with some sort of a base stock to get the synthetic right. molecules rolling along and it's I, right. i'm not a well, chemist and i don't know that i can even explain right. all that proper proper yeah, but the I'm molecular sure. structure how they crack the oil and what they do they they, yeah. they still have to start with an actual crude oil base stock or in the case of pins oil right. They're starting with a natural gas-based stock. Yeah, That's what's separating that. them from everybody else. But when it comes to AMSOIL, they still have to be using a, a baseline, base stock to get that started, Randy. So you can't just make it and then add your additives. What are you going to make it from? Marketing. Well, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, I, 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 I couldn't figure that one out. Yeah, and and AMSOIL, and you know, I love those guys. I'm not knocking them. There's a lot of folks listening that are probably AMSOIL dealers, so I'm not gonna not gonna synthetic. knock them. But you know, AMSOIL has been doing synthetic oil for a very long time. I'll give them credit for that. The one thing I do not I'll, like about AMSOIL is it's a big MLM deal. With nothing wrong with that, but that's that's what AMSOIL is. It's an it's a multi level right. marketing company and. Again, not knocking it because a lot of those companies do well and the people that work for them and sell for them do well. But keep in mind, you're paying an inflated price for a product because of the levels of distributorship and, uh, and commissions, oh, yeah. if you would, that are getting paid along the oh, way. Yeah. yeah, it's not very – I found a store that sells limited, but, you know, I had to go to a guy who sold out of his garage Correct. to get everything. Uh, one other quick question. Let me throw this in for you real quick. I'm getting to the point where I might want to do another uh, transmission. I do the drain and fill. I don't do the flush. Uh, I'm a 99 Jeep. Uh, the one guy said he put in synthetic. We were just talking about motor oil. When it comes to motor oil, I'm the biggest fan there is when it comes to synthetic. It's better. He said he ran synthetic. My old guy and the guy I talked to here that rebuilded my uh, uh, differential, I said, you know, do I have a choice between synthetic or, or putting back in the OEM, whatever came in that vehicle I want in there? And they said, that's what they put in. I'm like, good, that's what I want. Am, am I better to go that route and put back what came in that vehicle? In which ve- and uh, you, you have two vehicles. Which one, which one, Randy? The 99 Jeep Cherokee 4 That one, I, mean, I would just put in it what it came with. That, I feel safer that way, even though I love synthetic oil. I, now we're talking to transmission now, and I'm not familiar. I don't think you need to spend the extra money for what that transmission is and what you're doing. The, the regular, you know, the normal ATF oil that okay. goes in that would be fine. ATF fluid is what just, I should say would be fine. 
Yeah, so uh, either Jeep Chrysler, Mopar, whatever, just original all the way Napa. Out. Yeah. The, you don't, you don't, have, go, don't, don't spend any extra money on well, that. Yeah, Napa's yeah. got the oil you need there just fine. Yeah, as long as it's, you know, what, what, I just want what came in the vehicle. That's all I want, and I'll be happy. Yes, uh, you'll be fine. You have no that, issues. Okay, you guys have a, a very Merry Christmas. You do the same, day, David. Boy. Thank you very much, and a Merry Christmas all the yeah. way to Detroit. Thank you for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, David and Bertha. David, what's going on, sir? Hey, guys. Uh, quick question. Uh, I thought I knew the answer to this, and I got to stump the chump here. When the car calls out for 5W20, and that's what the standard oil is in it, and I'm using synthetic, what what is the negative or what, what's the ramifications if you go to a 30 weight instead? What What's the negative in that to the engine? Anything? Yes. Okay. That's what I wanted to understand what it is. Yeah, the the engine what, was designed, you know, the manufacturer of that engine or the engineers of that engine, I should say, back when it was designed, built it to be uh, a certain speck of oil for a reason. Now, in some cases, and there's Josh could answer this better than I, it used to be they'd give you a couple of choices depending upon what time of the year you were running it. A lot of that has gone by the wayside, and they really are going to just, you run 520, you run 10, 1030, 10, well, there's not 1040 anymore, but uh, 040, 030. Right. I mean, there's a lot of different weights now, and you need to run whatever is specified for that engine period. Yeah, and most of them want what they call for, but they sometimes in the manual will say you can put a 530 in to get home if you're low accord or... Right. You know, until the next oil change, you can put that in as a substitute. But they really want what it came with, you know, for CAFE standards, for, you know, they've increased the tolerances on these motors to where they build it for that oil, and they want that oil in it the whole time. Right. And so you could actually damage, say, the valves if it's not... If it's, it's not, not normally valves and such, David. Typically what we're finding, you know, it depends on the manufacturer of the engine, but it can be more of things like, uh, you know, camshaft issues, lifter issues... Uh, uh, the timing of the camshaft issues, the timing chain. Uh, it's more that than it is actual in, I mean, those are internal engine components too, but more so than crankshaft and crank bearings and rod bearings. That part, honestly, is probably the least of the concern. It's all of the other ancillary things inside the engine that are being affected by the weight of the oil. In a modern motors, you got to remember they're using the oil as a hydraulic fluid to That's you right. know, ramp the cam back That's and right. forth and do, you know, all these got cylinder it. killing things and stuff like that that they do. So they don't just use it to lubricate. They actually use it to move, you know, to control the components. engine. Yeah. Exactly. Timing, things along those lines, David. Okay, that's that's super deal. Uh, can I ask a disc question, uh, disc brake question quick? Of course. Okay, when you talk about OEM specs, I, for years, have used Adaptive One from mm -hmm. Napa yep, and love it. pad. Great pad. Okay, and that's, and, and the biggest telltale is the lack of dust with the, the, the pad construction, and I seem to get great performance. So, that being said, when your rotors warp... You know, Which they you don't warp, maybe. by the way. That's a misconception. They don't warp. They uh, Pads or, or rotors do just what a clutch does. So if you think about a clutch disc, and we used to get the old chatter out of the clutch disc back in the day when a, when a clutch... Yep. Pressure, when a clutch uh, flywheel, when the flywheel itself or the pressure plate would generate hot spots, they would chatter because of those hot spots. That's what your brake is doing. Your, your, your brake pedal is, is basically feeling those hot spots, much like the old clutch chatter would be. Okay. So that being said, if you stay with the OEM, you can potentially overheat those same style rotors. Are the slotted rotors any better for eliminating that issue? Depends on application, but yes. 
Okay, that's probably what I'll go to. Okay. I did some mountain driving, and I, they started, I could feel them Yeah, they get hot, and, like, and they get hot, and those hot spots get generated, and then that's where the vibration comes from. And, and there's and no way to get that out of it. It's done. Nope. It's in there permanently. That's right. Yeah. And if you try to turn them, you're creating more of it because it's thinner. There's not enough metal on these, new, on these new rotors to even mess with anymore. They're throwaways. That, excellent. Very good, guys, as always. David, thanks, man, Thank and you. thanks for the last hour. We appreciate it, sir. You're welcome. All right, man. All right. Take care. Have a great weekend. John and Cheyenne, Spartacus, hang tight, guys. We'll be right back. Don't forget Nova's Auto Glass with us as well. If you got a windshield question, we'll talk about some things along those lines as well. I've got some questions for them even on headlights and things like that that we'll get into today as well. But Nova's Auto Glass with us also. We'll be right back, guys. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know-how. Napa guy knows not to judge a man by his car's multicolor paint job or absence of modern gadgetry. Who cares if it's technically old enough to vote and the windows are powered by the strength of your left arm? Your monthly payment is zero, and it'll stay that way. Because with over 500,000 parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep anything on the road. She may not be pretty, but she's all yours. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Rates are like a roller coaster lately. Are you concerned about the future and how to protect your home? Do you want to become mortgage safe? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With home values still at their highest level ever and rates at historic lows, now may be the best time to be prepared if the economy changes. Last time, many of our friends lost their home when it was unnecessary. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Many of our clients have the ability to tap their equity should the economy change. All without having to borrow the money now. We can show you how to access your equity in these uncertain times to give you peace of mind and allow you to focus on what's important, your family. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage at 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. We are locally owned and operated since 2001. Our reputation of putting you first with straight answers and listening are unmatched in Colorado. Let us help you protect your home. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where it's all about you. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E, P, R, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Hi, this is Scott Watley for my friends at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. And not just my friends, but truly, the staff at Lone Tree feels like part of our family. Since 2002, they have provided the very best care for our pets. What we love about Lone Tree Vet is the services they provide covers all of our needs. From preventative care, dentistry, pain management, cardiology, dermatology, and eye care, as well as emergency and critical care. They also offer veterinary surgery and orthopedic care. And when you need to get away, they have a fantastic boarding lodge and a cat boarding lodge that is amazing. 
If your pet gets to go along, they can even assist you with your travel health certificates. And when your dog needs a little extra instruction, check out the K9 Academy. They helped us so much when we got a new puppy last year. And then, of course, there is a spectacular grooming salon that you and your pet will love. All of this and more at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. Oh, and check out the blogs to help you become a better parent at LoneTreeVet.com. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they believe that all pets deserve to have a good life. Call 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. It's just one stop and all the care you need. Christmas music, Charlie playing for us. Appreciate that. Larry Unger also answering phones today for us. Appreciate him doing that as well. Josh Goff again from Legacy up in Boulder with us. And all the guys from Novus, Thad and Troy up in Cheyenne. Chris from Fort Collins. Appreciate these guys very much. We've got one line open as all, 303-477-5600. Let's see. Spartacus, you're on. You've been holding longest. What's going on, sir? Release Navidad, Sir John. How are you, sir? Excellent. How about you? I'm doing. Actually, I'm doing well today. It's a great day. On the gift issue for the motorheads. Yes. And most motorheads have more than too many cars, according to the girls. But <laughs> a really great gift, about fifteen, eighteen bucks, is that solar battery tender sits on the dash. Oh yeah, if you have a car parked outside. Yeah, you bet. It's great. And then the question I oh by the way on other gifts, we kind of decided about five years ago we'd rather create memories instead of stuff that usually winds up in a garage sale. Good point. So the girls really like Caribbean cruises and Christmas <laughs> in Kona. Yeah, they do. And uh, when we get back to that, we're, we're doing it again. But I, I firmly believe it's better to create memories than a bunch of junk, most of which you won't use that winds up in a garage sale. Uh, well said. So anyway, uh, on the 735, uh, Gretchen's 35 years old. I've been going through stuff, and I keep it up, and I run it two or three times a week. Mm-hmm. And... Normally, I just want to run up to temp, shut it down. Sometimes it does that. Sometimes when I'm running, usually around 1,500, 2,000, and then check it out, 5, 6,500 range when it gets warm. It'll just quit. Other times it just runs fine until I turn it off. So I'm trying to think in my brain, and that's why I want your brain, what are things to check to cause that thing to shut down? It just shuts down out of the blue, you know, like. Out of the blue, out of the blue. I mean, what's your? So, are you putting new gas in it too, or are you still keeping the same old gas in there? I put new gas in about a gallon a month. Uh, I've got supercharge on order. Okay, yeah, that would help. The supercharge in it would help that. But uh, I can't figure out. I replaced coil, starter, alternator. You know, just stuff you got to do on a two hundred thousand mile car that you want to keep. And I can't figure out why in the world sometimes intermittently runs fine up to temp, whatever it is, seven or eight minutes. And other times it just dies. And, you know, battery condition, battery's fine, all yep. that stuff. And then. Yeah. I, I keep a charger on a battery. Always no problem starting, 12 4 all the time. It's inside, so. Right. And no check engine light or anything like that when it happens? No. No. No master caution lights. It's just quits. Five, so I don't. Just hmm. out of the loop. And it'll do it like maybe one out of maybe every four times, four or five times on the run up. Yeah. Usually, I mean. You know, you just have a bad coolant temp sensor or, you know, a cam sensor going out. But, you know, I would think it would be more often than that. A coolant temp sensor? A coolant temp sensor. So I've seen on some because makes and it's models. Got a, it's got a it's got a light for the coolant, 
it's fine. I, I'm passing off. So I'm, I'm trying to think how a coolant sensor would do that. Yeah. So as it comes up, it kind of sees a change in, you know, the fuel, the temperature, and then it changes the fuel to, like, full rich instead of warm and can cause them to stall oh, sometimes. The fuel? We were talking coolant. Yeah, so it uses the coolant temp sensor to tell to adjust the, the fuel to adjust the fuel ratio as it gets warmer. Uh, okay. all, all late temp model injected cars, well, actually, even way back in the day when they had mechanical fuel injection, they would do the same thing even way back when. Yeah, exactly. This thing's an 85. Do you think it, uh, I don't Oh, yes. I don't know if yeah. it'll have that oh, yeah, it'll have it one did. on it okay. for sure. Yes. So check the fuel temp sensor? Check the fuel temp sensor, yeah. And uh, so it changes resistance as it gets hot. So, you know, you could put, you know, an ohm meter on it and watch it change as changing. it warms up. Yep. Excellent thought. Last quick question. And I wish I had known about Legacy and Boulder when daughter crapped out the 08 Jetta transmission. <clears throat> anyway, it, it's throwing an amber warning light with no codes. But I look it up and it says possible transmission malfunction. So mm. anyway, I took it in just to check the fluid level. And uh, I said, while you're at it. There's a separate ODB, ODB port on the transmission, which, of course, is different than the one you use up the car on a side panel. And um, I don't know why, you, to me, it's like an erroneous code. But, you know, these guys, for VW being the largest car producer in the world, to make it so difficult to check the transmission, you've got to get it up, you got to get the port open, this whole plumbing assembly. And to me, that's just ridiculous. And to put on an ODB data port specifically for the transmission that requires a different code reader, I'm like, come on, guys. What are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> and that's part of their whole lifetime fluid yep. setup. Yep. <laughs> they don't want you to touch they it. They don't want you messing with it. Well, they want to make dealer work, dealer income. Yes. I can appreciate that. That too. But maybe maybe it's just me, but I long for the days like the old 735. You pull up the dipstick and set the temp. Those days are gone, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Dipsticks are far and few between yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're not coming back, unfortunately. The bottom line question is there's no issues in shifting. There's no surges. There's no nothing. Okay. So I think it's an erroneous code. You know, sometimes it'll throw an erroneous code on a warning light. And those kind of picking jettas, they've got more warning lights than a Christmas tree. Great. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. So it, should I uh, just let it? Should I let it go until there's something? So it's more, more consistent. I would. Yeah. I would too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No sense messing with it yet. That's my thought. All right. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a you great bet. Merry have Christmas. a great one. Merry Christmas. Appreciate the phone call, John and Cheyenne. What's going on today, sir? So I followed. How are you today, John? We are very good, sir. Okay. Best Christmas present I ever got was when I was a young private in the military, and I got a ticket home for Christmas. Ah, good one. Good one. Plane ticket home. Good one from Europe. Yes. Because you know, making six hundred dollars a month back then in the early '80s is what a private made. Uh, couldn't afford a plane ticket from Europe. On well, six hundred a month, but. Uh, yeah, that was the best one ever. Yeah, good one. Um, on my 11 Ram, yes, or seven, I followed your advice. Um, I got rid of the crappy aftermarket rims that came with it on there. I found a set. I think I told you I found a yep. set of uh, stock rims. Good. I got the stock rims. Um, had to get new lug nuts because the ones that were on there didn't fit, but that was fine. And I got four brand new. Fire pressure monitoring sensors okay. at Napa, the ones that you recommended, forty six ninety nine. Okay. Um, the tire shop that I got the tires at said, I can't sink these. Doesn't have the tool. So then he yeah. said, I only have to do it on Schrader's. Only, so then well, only have to do it on what? He, his tool only do it on Schrader brand 
valves. Oh, oh, oh I, I, yeah, I wouldn't know on that. Okay, so then I went to well, my and, and, and yours is 2011, right? Yeah. Okay. So I went to my mechanic because I had my uh, oh, here's a plug for your sponsors. I had my BG transmission flush and fill and my transfer flush and fill done. And, and real quick, day. by the way, do you want to know how to reset that? How? To reset the tire pressure monitoring system on your 2011 Ram, turn the ignition key to the on position, press, or, or turn it to the on position, and depress the TPMS button, usually located under the dash, until the TPMS light blinks several times. And at that point, you let it run for about 20 minutes, and you're reset and ready to go. Okay, so... Um... Would driving it be an issue while I was letting it reset if I did that first? You do the reset first, then you drive it for about 20 minutes, and away you go, and it's reset. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, any – could you give me a ballpark on where I could find that button? Um, I, but I believe it's on the driver's side right underneath the dash. Just look underneath it with a flashlight, and you'll see it. Okay. I'm doing this from okay. memory. Um, it's been a while since I've done one of those, but it should be up underneath the dash. You'll see it. If, need, if worse comes okay. to worst – Send me an email, and I'll get a picture for you and send it to you, but you ought to be able to find it that way. Yeah. I'm wondering if it's on YouTube. Well, oh, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yes, it probably is. Yes, duh. Yeah, probably. Yeah, that would be a great question. Yes. Hey, John, one other thing from yesterday's uh, show, the 4 o'clock hour. Did yes. You know Steve, did you know Steve Buscemi's a retired New York City firefighter? I did not know that. And, well, this is why you got to love that actor real quick. On 9-11, he was in, he owns a bar in Brooklyn, and okay. he was sitting in the bar and watched it happen and went to the trunk of his car and grabbed his old gear and went over there and worked on the pile for the next two weeks as a volunteer. I did not know that. Very cool. Yeah. So Awesome. So anytime good story. you see him in a movie, remember, he's a good guy. Yeah, I did not know that. That is awesome. Good story, John. Yeah. John, hey, thanks. Let John. me know if you need help on the, on the RAM, and we'll help you, but you should be able to do that. You'll find it. Yep, yeah, I'll find it. Okay. Thanks. All right, man. Take care. Appreciate it very much. All right, uh, uh, let's do this. Bill and Lakewood, hang tight. We'll come back, talk to you. We'll take a quick break. Don't forget, we got Novus Auto Glass with us. Any questions on auto glass, replacement, repair, uh, you know, quality of windshields, all those different things, give us a call. We'll get you answered, and I'll make a quick note again. This is our last show of 2020. Uh, we're redoing the studio next week. We'll be out of here next week, and then it's Christmas the following week. So if you got a question for us, call today, 303-477-5600. We'll be right back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Napa know how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. You never enjoy going to the dealership for maintenance because you always get the runaround. You'd much rather give your business to a local independent shop, but you assume you have to go back to the dealership to maintain your service contract. You bought the vehicle there, so you need to get it maintained there too, right? Wrong! Extreme Auto Repair in Parker will honor almost all service contracts. You pay your deductible just like you would at the dealership, and Extreme Auto Repair does the work. 
two-time AAA award-winning shop of the year, Extreme Auto Repair in Parker does their best to make your life easier by offering everything you need to maintain your vehicle for as long as you drive it. Fill out the contact form at klzradio.com slash extreme to find out whether or not Extreme Auto Repair will honor your dealership service contract. Promises kept. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm, but you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Lanigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. Hi, this is Al Smith with Golden Eagle Financial. You're listening to John Rush on Drive Radio because you want to do what's best for your automobile. As a financial advisor who specializes in retirement planning, I help people do what's best for their finances as they enter or prepare for that next phase in their lives. Events like 2008 and COVID-19 have had devastating consequences for many people's retirement savings. A healthcare crisis can derail a well-planned retirement if it's not taken into consideration. When I meet with my clients, we talk about protected growth of their assets and how careful planning can address unforeseen circumstances. For a Zoom meeting with me, Al Smith, or a visit to my office with social distancing, call 303-744-1128 or visit my website, goldeneaglefinancialltd.com. Advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, an SEC-registered investment advisor. All right, Merry Christmas, everybody, as well. We appreciate you all listening and listening each and every week, calling in as well. Great questions. We do appreciate it. 303-477-5600. Question of the day is, what's the best Christmas present you've ever received and or given? Bill in Lakewood, you're next, sir. I can't tell you the best Christmas present on the air. My wife had two ribbons. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Okay, that works. <laughs> anyway, hey, what kind of solar battery tender were you guys talking about a second ago? You know, there's multiple brands on the market, Bill, and if you park outside, they're great. Most of them are about a, I don't know, 10-inch square, roughly, that you can set up on the dash, and you just plug it in the cigarette lighter, and it keeps the battery up if you're parked outside. I bought one at Harbor Freight years ago, and it didn't do a thing. Yeah, well, they're typically not the highest of quality is why. 
So, so what? So the battery tender brand, or I don't know if battery tender itself makes one or not. I've never looked at battery tender to see. Okay, I'll just check. Okay. Anyway, the question is, like I called up the other day when you shut me down, is uh, have you driven any of these cars with these little tiny turbos in them? Yes. And what do you think? They I mean, work great. Have they gotten that far advanced? Oh yes, they work fabulous. Because uh, I see, like in that Trailblazer, what is it, a three cylinder? Turbo. And by the way, real quick, Bill, Battery Tender does make a solar-powered uh, okay. battery charger. If you want to buy their brand, you actually can. So just a real quick side note. But, no, all of the new newer vehicles with the small turbos, uh, I, I mean, the turbocharging end of things has gotten, and Josh can talk to this as well, but it's come so far from where it was. Some, gosh, Buick was the first ones to do it clear back in the – you know, 70s, and it's come so far from there that most of the time you don't even know the car's got a turbo in it. Yeah, yeah see, I, I just ordered a new Colorado just, just uh, yesterday or the day before. Did you get the little four-cylinder with the turbo in it? Is that what you ordered? No. Does Is there a, a turbo for the Colorado? I didn't uh, they were talking about doing that. I don't know if that's actually fully out or not. I'd have to look at the media site and see. I didn't see it on, the, on Chevy's website. I just I went with the six-cylinder because... That's no, fine. My truck that I—that's the one you had before, so you're used to that. Right, right. Didn't work out with that. The other that guy you knew to to buy it because, according to according to Carl over there, that deal is just for me. Oh, got it. I guess they sent him to back to GMAC and then they sent him to auction. And they're talking about doing that in 2023 or 2024 is when they're talking about doing the turbo in that truck. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, that's. I just looked it up, so it's going to be another year or two before that happens, Bill. Yeah, like you know, I. I it'll be a I good like runner, the, by the way. It'll actually be a better option probably than the V6 at our elevation. Right, right, right. No, I'm definitely for it. That's like I was just looking at cold air intakes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So, okay, well that's it. You guys All right. have a good Christmas. Yeah, you do the same, Bill. Merry Christmas. Thanks for calling in. We do appreciate it very much. Uh, Byron and Parker, what's going on? Hey. uh... Hey guys, uh, my best Christmas present was when I was 16. This will kind of tell you my age. Uh, and I wanted in the worst way a CB radio, and my dad got me one. Breaker one, breaker one nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. Good. Hey, uh, I got a 01 Chevy uh, three quarter ton pickup, okay. and it's starting to develop a little shutter in the. Uh, drive line or around 50 miles an hour and it doesn't happen all the time and i can eliminate it if i just get off the uh get off the accelerator and uh then ease into it i i would have the u-joints looked at on that okay and also sometimes did, a motor mount they replaced, oh motor mount as well okay yeah yeah that that makes sense i actually had uh a guy look at the uh, drive uh, the U joints and he replaced the front ones, but he didn't replace the back ones. So maybe we'll go backwards and get that done. That and whether at it, you know, that transmission mount can do it. You know, it's right there when they're looking at the U joints, they can check out that yeah. rear transmission mount. Yeah, he did replace that. Uh, he said it was bad, but it's still doing it. So I don't know. We'll keep looking. Thank you. You're very welcome. No, appreciate it, Byron. Have a great. Christmas, we appreciate it very much. Uh, David and Bertha, what's going on, David? Hey, guys, I have a turbo question. I just want a quick education here on something. Okay. I've, my, at different times, my dad had a 940 
Volvo Turbo, and it was a gosh, was that a '94, '95? It was a, a actually for Volvo, it was a great car. I on the other side of the spectrum had a 740 Turbo wagon that was an '86, and that T for us as a family was called Turtle <laughs> for some yeah. reason. Okay, and, and you would. You'd press the gas pedal, and you'd have to... They didn't go anywhere. Oh, turbo lag was terrible on those cars back in those days. Yeah, it was. Awful. Okay. We, they, we hadn't figured out the technology of, you know, a, a, the turbo size itself, how to get that thing spun up quickly enough, how to handle the wastegate uh, side of the fence. I mean, there's just lots of things that were in development back in those years and why they had such bad turbo lag. Okay. And, and today, the way they, the way they uh, get by with... Not having turbo, or the the way they get away from the turbo lag in today's world is variable geometry turbos is what they do now. So the vanes actually change pitch. Okay, that that helps me understand it because we would go, and the kids would even go, "Okay, Daddy, one, two, three, yep. go." Yeah, you have to count the the ten. Yep. That's right. That's how so, they worked. The old the old Buicks were the same that, way. All right, that helps you understand it. Hint, but my dad's turbo was awesome. Yeah. That 940 performed well. For and the new ones, you don't even know there's in, that you don't even know they're there. There's no lag on a new one at all no. anymore. Well, all right. So here's the last question then for me on the trucks. These new trucks that are six cylinders uh-huh. with twin turbos. Twin turbos, yeah. Fords. Are they really as? Are they really? Yeah, the Fords. Are they really as good as a good eight cylinder for towing? They run they pretty darn good? stinking well. They do so, run yeah, well. They do. They run. I, I, I'll give it to them. I mean. You wouldn't think they would, and you pull up to one, and it sounds like a little V6, which that's what's in it, and you're like, how's this thing going to pull that thing? But they do. They run. So that's not a bad thing to buy these nope, days. No, they work. Compared to an older eight They're just you, okay. The thing you have to remember about turbos for everybody listening is there's more maintenance than you're going to have on a regular, regularly aspirated, you know, non-turbo car. They're, they're, they, uh, there is more maintenance on a turbo vehicle. Mm-hmm. Are they are they oil or air cooled or water? Oil cooled. Those all, turbos? all turbos for as long as I've ever known are all oil cooled. So that it breaks down the oil because that Volvo I had, I would use it can the highest synthetic I could use to make yep. it last because it would yep. burn oil up. Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. You're on the right track, David. Thanks as always. Thank I appreciate guys. it very much. All right, we got uh, open lines. By the way, 303-477-5600. Give us a call. Let's talk, though, before we go to break. Windshields, guys. And uh, this is a, a big topic. And we, you know, we've, you guys have been on before. We talk about this on a, on a pretty routine basis. But uh, one of the first questions that always comes up, and we've heard this from numerous, numerous people, is there a difference in quality in the actual windshields that are being installed? Who wants to answer that? Go ahead. Uh, no, they all come out of the same factory. They're okay. they're all the same. Okay. So there's really not much difference. No. Okay. So some of them there is. I mean, it depends on. This is have, dad and son, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they have they have different standards in some of the some of the factories. But FY is a, is an aftermarket. They're starting to make OE stuff for GM, and you have so they might have different standards for different different. Uh, Different windshields for different cars. It's 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 kind of weird. It's a weird game right now that they're playing, and and some some factories are combining, some some are shutting down, and some are because making, of COVID or because of just, what? Just just because just they're, the they're, they're, they're condensing a lot of yeah. supply and demand. Just just a shift in the industry. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and, and just real quick as a side note, and I say this all the time when it comes to a lot of other parts on a car, despite what the little sticker on the windshield might say, Mopar does not make windshields. Right. Okay. 
Uh, General Motors does not make windshields. Toyota does not make windshields, folks. Nope. They may have a little insignia on them that says that it's a Ram or a, it's got the little Jeep grill or whatever the case may be, and that's an OEM windshield, but it is not made by Jeep. Nope, made in the same factory that we get our regular windows from. They just don't have the logos in. So you're paying GM, Chrysler, Ford. Some branding Ford, on that, Ford, right? For the branding. And that's and some are 100 bucks different. Some are 150 bucks different. It's a big it, difference. It's a big and, difference. And you know what? If you're one of those guys that and you want it, you know, you it. want to look out the window, you're driving a Jeep, and you want the little Jeep grill yep. in that, and that's what your desire is, then pay the extra money and do so. But the quality yep. of the windshield, frankly, isn't changing. Typically, no. I, and there is some aftermarkets that are coming out that are what they call it is a reverse engineering. Uh, they they reverse engineer. They take the windshield and they they make a form for it, and then that's how they make it. Instead of instead of making a, a new jig form and making them, they reverse engineer them. Why so do those, they do that instead of just coming up with the specs the, from the get go? Mold, molds are expensive. Mold, yeah, molds are expensive. Yeah. So they reverse engineer them instead of having to make them without it. But it's, oh, okay. uh, time, it's time, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. <laughs> I'm confused. How would the mold cost more? If you don't reverse engineer it versus reverse engineering. So, in other words, you get the, the CAD model from the manufacturer on what that windshield repl- you know, on what that windshield is supposed to be. How is it any different to build the jig or the mold off of that versus taking a windshield that's been in a car out and designing it off of that? Good question. Ask, the, Chi- ask the Chinese on that. I'm confused. <laughs> and, you know, and things have changed. I mean, I mean, with the CAD stuff now, I mean, it's probably, they probably don't even don't even do that anymore but remember back when i mean our suppliers when we talked to them they said well we got to reverse engineer this and make that and that's that's something they did back in the 90s early 2000s so now it's probably just learned something i had no idea yeah it was crazy how they used to make that make the molds and jigs to make these things Mm -hmm. i've had no idea yeah each one of them is going to make you're going to have a bad windshield or piece of glass bad bend in a door glass or something now and again right every now and again with no matter what well, no matter what brand you get. Sure, it, it's like um, buying a, a mirror at Home Depot. You right. open up one box, it could be flawless. The next one you could open up, and it could have a little wave in it, right? Yep. Same Absolutely. type of a situation, correct? Absolutely. It really comes down to the quality installation and, and drive time and making sure that these, you know, you're getting a quality install. Okay, we're going to take a quick break here. Before we do that break, though, one last question before we do that. How many glass manufacturers are there? Is it like shock absorbers where there's only a handful across the whole world, or are there dozens and dozens? Come and go, I think, like, uh, it's like you that, know, like that, That's counting on the, on the DOT numbers. How many have you seen? You got 103, 10, Well, I think there's only, there's only a couple manufacturers. They have different factories, like Mexico. Um, I think uh, XY has a couple in Mexico, then uh, a couple in China. So it really is like, like shocks, which everybody thinks yeah. there's a gazillion shock companies out there, but across the world, there's probably, I'll bet you, minus the boutique shock folks like Fox Shocks, which we're going to talk to some of those guys at 11 o'clock, but outside of some of the boutique shock makers, you could probably count the rest of them on one hand across the entire world, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. Are windshields kind of the same way? I would think, yeah. Mm What do you think? There's about six of them. In each one of these six different, different places where they manufacture, they put different... Logos, different bugs, different. They may make for Chrysler and for GM right. and for Volkswagen and for whoever else. So <clears throat> they may come out of the same plant. Or, you know, so you, you just you, you got to look at where the, the DOT number actually tells you the plant that it's made out of. Uh, I did not know that. Yeah. So just like a tire Yep. in a lot of ways. 
I didn't know that. Yeah. So there's an actual DOT stamp on that right. windshield that says where it came from. And, I'm assuming yeah. for safety reasons. Well, and, and what we do at, at Novus, we keep track of all the DOT numbers, all the urethane numbers, all the primer numbers, everything we use to put this windshield in. If there's ever an accident or incident with that car and, the, and they say the windshield wasn't retained in the vehicle, we can go back to our records and, and who made it, what urethane we used, what primers we used, what the time and temperature was outside or inside when we did it just for liability purposes. And that's okay. something that some of the, the smaller shops could care less. Yep. They got a piece of glass, we're slapping it in, yep. good to go, get out of here. All right, we'll come back and talk about that. Great. Right. By the way, I didn't know that. That's something okay. I just learned even as long as I've known you well, guys. Sweet. I did not Glad know Glad I that. could so educate the pro. We will be right back. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. <laughs> At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes, and every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance will make you financially whole. Losing your home or vehicle in a disaster will leave an emotional impact, no matter how much insurance you buy, but it doesn't need to hurt you financially. John Rush personally knows homeowners who have ended up in bankruptcy because they didn't have proper insurance. Even after their houses were completely destroyed, they still had to make mortgage payments. Imagine trying to find a new place to live while still paying a mortgage on your old house, which no longer exists. The same thing has happened to vehicle owners who continue to make payments on totaled vehicles because they didn't have enough coverage to make them financially whole. The personal insurance agent of John Rush, Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance, will make sure that even in a disaster, you will be made financially whole. Call 303-662-0789 for the coverage you expect. Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The Performance Oil Service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. BG. John Rush personally uses Novus Autoglass to maintain his fleet of company trucks. All of his trucks tend to be in the same place at the same time on Friday mornings. So every Friday morning without fail, John's local Novus guy comes by to check all of the windshields on his company fleet. That's at least 50 different windshields. On the spot, any new little chip or crack gets immediately repaired. Since John self-insures his glass repair and replacement, Novus offers him a discounted cash price. Even more importantly, John saves a lot of money in the long run by repairing those chips and cracks immediately instead of waiting to replace all of those windshields down the road. He'd much rather pay $40 or $50 per vehicle for regular repairs than pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars to replace each of those windshields. Take care of your company vehicles. Visit drive-radio.com slash Novus now and schedule regular maintenance for your fleet. Novus Autoglass, the inventors of windshield repair. All right. 
right, a little peanuts there. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Merry Christmas, everybody. Guys from Nova's with us again, and we appreciate them coming down and joining us. Uh, all from up north, by the way. We've got Chris from Fort Collins, Thad and Troy, father and son from Cheyenne. Appreciate you guys taking the drive down. We really do. It's a, a little blustery day today, but that's all right. So let's go back to some of what you guys just talked about, which is something I, we've never <clears throat> talked about on air before, and I'm glad we're talking about it, which is you guys doing things differently on the liability side of windshield installs, which people forget. And it's something I think even, even myself at times, I, I don't know why I know this. And with the advent of the windshields, urethaned in, not just being a rubber gasket and so on, they've become over time a structural component of the car. It's no longer just a piece of glass we see out of to drive. It literally is holding, in essence, part of the car together. Am I saying that correctly? Yep, Absolutely. Definitely. Yep. Where in the old days, that wasn't the case. Not it really. It was just a piece of glass sitting inside exactly. the car. It was your seatbelt because the seatbelts and airbags took over, yeah. you know, right. that part of it. Right. And we get the question all the time. I'd love to throw some competitors under the bus, but, oh, I went over to so-and-so, and their windshield seemed like it chipped easier and all this stuff. You know what? I'm not saying anything. I'm just letting you you know, vent, but you can't buy a thicker or thinner windshield. I mean, obviously there's some brands like you get the Audis and you get the Porsches that have some thinner. They are just a lighter piece of glass, like a Porsche Cayenne or, okay. or something on those. They are thinner. Um, no, you can't. We don't make them. You know, right. we just put them in. Right. Um, yeah. The, no, the biggest they're, they're difference the that I've learned from you guys when it comes to what you're saying and the quality of the installation, all that has to do with the installer how it's being installed, the urethane that's being used, because some folks will, will take shortcuts in a lot of the areas that I'm mentioning, where the glass itself may be identical, it's all of that other process I just talked about that can be different from one place to another. Am I saying that the correct way? Still yeah. better install than in the shop. Yeah, yeah you know, controlled, controlled environment, environment is the best way. But, you know, you see these cars and you get you get the rust starting on the top and, and, and all this all this the moldings coming off and, and people like, well, you know, why is this happening? Well, who'd you have installed last? Well, I can't remember his name or where he hit, where he did it from, but when they took it out they, they cut, they scratched, they, they messed up the pinch weld. Now you got rust starting and, and now it's, now it's and a depending issue. upon whether they used actual urethane or not can also have a, have a factor on whether that's rusting or not. Cause there are certain silicones that believe it or not, folks that are listening can actually corrode the paint and make that rust worse because you're using something that shouldn't have been there in the first place. And if they use silicone, oh boy, am I right? <laughs> yeah, we've seen them. <laughs> I mean, I've yeah. seen it as well. That silicone will actually eat away at the, oh, yeah. at the body. That's the, it you know, won't the stick. metal is there. It won't stick. <laughs> silicone ain't made for that. I mean, urethane holds over 6,000 pounds per square inch versus silicone, which you can basically tear off. So that's what you use around your bathtub. Tape. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's go to Taylor in Denver. Taylor, welcome. How are you? Hi, I'm fine. How are you? Doing good. Thanks for calling. Um, my question was, I have this 2012 Suzuki SX4, and I still have a warranty on this car, but because they don't make them here anymore, they, they're telling me they don't. It's hard to find a mechanic that'll take So you, you evidently warranty. have an extended contract, not a warranty. Am yes. I saying that correctly? Yes. Yeah, okay. So that extended contract, if you read... The, the document, or if you send it to me or even Josh up in Boulder, if you send me that extended contract, there'll be verbiage in there that tells you who, you know, whether somebody wants to work with that company or not. But typically, they'll reimburse any certified, you know, ASE certified uh, mechanical shop can work on that. It does not have to be a Suzuki dealer. 
Right, but it's hard to find someone to work on it because when yeah, I try to yeah, a lot of guys don't want to do Suzuki work anymore. That's very true. Yeah. Well, do you guys know of anyone that work on those that'll take the warranty? What part of Denver are you in, Taylor? Um, I'm in East Denver, like closer to downtown Denver. You know, what I would probably do on that one, just because I know the facility, call Extreme out in Parker. I know it's a little bit of a drive, but the guys in Parker are probably closest to you on that, or Josh up in Boulder, but either one. It depends on whether you want to go uh, south or if you want to go north, but they either one. I I know they both work with the warranty companies on a regular basis. And by the way, not Mm -hmm. all independent auto shops will work with the extended contract companies, but they will. Right. Okay, and it's Extreme? uh, Extreme Auto Repair in Parker or Josh up in Boulder. All right. Thank you so much. Have a nice day. You're very welcome, Taylor. I appreciate it. It's Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. I say Josh, but Josh is the owner, so Legacy Automotive up in Boulder. So, all right, real quick, getting back to the, the windshield end of things. And, and uh, yeah, I've, I've just over the years between the cars that I've seen, you know, come through the shop or things that you've bought and sold. Yeah, I've seen some pretty crappy installs when it comes to windshields where you, know, you even wondered how this thing you know, how'd this thing survive in the first place? In answer to your other question, it's almost, some of the cars are up to 60% structural integrity. 60%. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. Six to 10 inches is what they say. That's a, that's a, about a head width. Yeah. <laughs> so it's better on how big your head is. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, you know, you're right. And, and it's, um, I guess this is a question for you since, since they all are, do all windshields have a DOT number on them? Yes. Okay. Yep. So and you if they cannot buy a windshield without a DOT number. No, so. unless it's you know the old school you know flat glass that you cut. Different deal. All the all the new stuff. It's everything has a DOT number on it. Everything is tracked. Okay. Parts so so you you cannot you know you're not going to go to the black market and buy a windshield that doesn't have a DOT number. Is what I'm nope. trying to get at. No. They're all going to have a DOT number. No. And and a lot of people say, can I get a used piece of glass? Can I? Can you go to the junkyard and give ah. me a used piece of glass ah. for this? Because I don't want to pay for the new one. I got How you. does that work when you go to pull that out? By <laughs> got two, you don't. You got two Hondas. Can you pull the windshield out of that one? Put it in this one. Yeah. Uh, no. The answer is no. no. You know, That's... maybe a quarter glass or something that that needs to be replaced. But you can't. But a windshield, no. They're so sandblasted, they're so pitted. You go to try to take it out, it's going to end up cracking. So don't even think about that unless you got something that is just non 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 obtainable. Then you know it's it's really tough. As in an old classic, something right. along that's a whole different ball. Yeah. But the, but then it's not a structural part of the car, and it's a right. whole different ball game, anyways, right? A lot of them are gasket ends you can right. use and those you could those. take yeah. out and read because a lot of times you're taking that glass out to even do a paint job or things right. along those lines. Yep. Totally, totally different, different ball game, game right? Yeah, different game, sure. All right, Eric, hang tight. We're going to take you as soon as we come back from the break. I want to make sure we have enough time for you, so we'll take you right after the top of the hour. We're going to do that, though. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll come right back. Don't forget, you can text us any questions you've got, 307-200-8222, I'll, te- I'll check the text line here in just one moment. You can call us directly, 303-477-5600. Also, I should mention this. If you're looking for anybody, whether they're on the show or not, you can always find them by going to drive-radio.com. Go right to the website. You can ask questions there. You can find all of our sponsors listed there. So everyone from Novus to Josh up in Boulder at Legacy, you name it, they're all listed there, including Extreme, as we mentioned a moment ago. So all of our sponsors are there. Just go to drive-radio.com. But, guys, we'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. Two more full hours coming your way. Eric, hang tight. we got one line open as all, 303-477-5600. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com, email your questions and comments, download previous programs, and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. 
Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.